Hello, welcome to the Dream Stream Podcast. It is your dream work podcast with two dream workers, Yiska Cook and Ellen Ronis. So, hi, Ellen. It's great to see you. Hello, as usual. Good to see you too. So, I was saying, Sorry, Henry. Digging in a little bit to a couple of dreams. I was I was just wondering because often if it's a new year or my birthday, I want to look at the first dream, the first big dream that comes to me. And maybe that'll be indicative of what is to come. And um I I and I always do the first three nights because maybe I won't it just takes pressure off. And even if there's not one in three nights then maybe the next one, you know, we don't have to be tough on ourselves. But I was wondering, seeing as you just had your birthday, if you have a dream. Um, I did. I do. I had one dream that was like three days after my birthday and then another one, maybe five or six, you know, just a couple of days ago. So I don't know whether or not they're connected or anything, but. um, Share them? Yes, I will. So I'm going to read it because it's not fresh in my memory. So I hope that's never as good as if I can just recite it. But here we go. Okay. I'm on a vacation with family and friends. I don't exactly know who. I kept feeling like I was missing out on fun activities because I was trying to find my phone back in the room. At one point, I passed by as if I were gliding Um, almost like I'm on a moving staircase kind of a thing. And I'm sort of gliding by, like I was watching a movie in front of me as I glided by and saw my family and friends. It seemed like maybe they were my siblings and maybe like a a, a colleague friend of mine is who popped into my mind as who it might be there. Um, They were enjoying some kind of a game or a magic, magic performer who came into the audience and interacted with them. I felt really frustrated, like I was missing out on the simple fun and not liking my choice to spend time looking for my phone. Yeah. It seems pretty obvious to me in a lot of ways. Well, you know, my as, life. as Jeremy Taylor always says, a dream never, firstly, never comes to tell you what you already know. And secondly, uh, okay. there are always more than one interpretation as we know mm-hmm. from doing dream work and yes well I, I'll I will be yeah I'll be happy to see what else you know I can say what I think it, it's about um, sure. but yeah. can you can you wait let's just go through, yeah of course let's go through um the process so how did you feel when you woke up from this dream yeah I felt frustrated I felt really okay. angry with myself like That's angry what, like, yeah oh. Like, oh God, like this again, or this kind of feeling again of missing out or not making the right choice, or I don't really belong there, or belong anywhere. And I'm choosing to, yeah, it's so frustrating. And Yeah. So that's interesting because we talk about often how you're feeling in the dream. One is feeling in their dream and then how one is feeling on waking from the dream. Now, this is rare, I think, in our exploration that I'm feeling frustrated in the dream. And then I'm also still feeling frustrated when I wake up. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. I just think yeah. that's yeah. not. You know, I think I that actually happens to me a lot. Okay. Like, how I feel in the dream is how I end up feeling when I wake up, but not okay. always, not yeah. always. Uh-huh. I actually find it more interesting when it's 
the feeling that I have when I wake versus the feeling I have in the dream is very different. Yeah, that's that, that, striking to me. This is an interesting exploration. Yeah. So what I want to know, I know this is a little out of order. I want to know when in my life have I felt that way? I know that personally there are times in my life that I have felt left out or that I made the wrong choice. Oh, many times. I mean, your dream is talking straight to me. You know, I didn't go to whatever I didn't do, but I want to focus on you right now. Yeah, well, right. I mean, that's the thing about dreams too, is they're usually universal and we can always learn from one another's dreams because that's right. we're all human and we all have some basic similar experiences. So I will say that um, the missing out part and then not being happy with my choice it's so directly related to me not going to my niece's bridal shower in California and which was the day before this dream so it's I'm sure it's connected and and my brain was sort of processing it um my siblings were there and friends of the family were there I didn't even think of this actually to be honest it didn't when I first wrote the dream down I didn't even make this connection I don't know how it's so obvious and um nothing befalls an individual that hasn't happened in a dream it's so true (laughs) and I I was very uh, I was really mad at myself in waking life because my siblings were all there and it like sounded like they were gonna be having so much fun. And I just, I haven't been having much fun in my real waking life. And so I was like, why didn't I just spend the thousand dollars to just get myself there and get a hotel for a couple of nights and just make, why did I not do that? You know? And I was like kicking myself. I was so angry at myself in waking life. So I, I'm sure that this is processing that. Yes. I don't really know what the gliding was about. Maybe it was just like, as if I was watching it from a distance, like I'm over here. Yes. I don't know, know what, you know, yeah, what that, what yes. that is exactly. But that's sort of my- um, It almost seemed like when we're gliding, well, this is my projection. If I'm gliding, I'm going over water. And so even that um, like far away reference to water, is bringing up my emotions. So this is an emotional dream for me, Mm. if I'm the dreamer. But, you know, interestingly, my regrets also fall off on why didn't I go to that, you know, um, bridal shower? Why didn't I go to that bachelorette party? You know, what, I had something better to do? You know, it's like, why did I let, like, limitations or movement keep me from from uh yeah going and seeing my friends and family yeah. so uh, that's that's also where my regret stems from mm-hmm. so I definitely get it yeah yeah um and I guess if I wanted you know the only thing that I that that in the dream I'm curious about that I might want to know more about is the magic the magic trick like performer the ma- you know magician or whatever mm-hmm. Sorry, hair in the wall. Yeah, the the you know it was it was very definitely something that isn't normally a thing I would partake in, you know, yes. magic or whatever, like a magic show. And but they were it was there was something about that that was so um, it was it's unusual in my waking life that I would ever do that, and yet there was something so delightful about it that it was so different and that 
it's almost like we all were able to get out of our day-to-day way of thinking yeah and the fact that it's magic you know magic is yeah um you know it doesn't have to be like earth earthly trickery it could be you know really indicating magic to me which might be you know spiritual magic and the magician was coming into the audience so like if I look at like myself as part of the audience too even though I wasn't there um it's almost like let me let me interact let me give you some magic let me actually like personally interact with your energy to give you some magic or direct another way yeah yes yeah something like Um, that like that actually yeah yeah so um would you mind sharing your dream you had five days after your birthday yeah yeah again i'm gonna need to read it so um I'm in a large, noisy gym-type space with high-up windows. felt very dark and dingy. There's a young, strong Black woman teaching a yoga class, which I was taking, which I am taking. I'll try to say it in the present. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) She's talking emotionally, but very very quiet, um, steering us in a strong... Sorry, let me go back to that. so she's teaching a yoga class that I'm taking. She's talking in a, in, a, in, a, in a very emotional but quiet voice, teaching us a strong message through her vulnerability. At one point, I'm... Uh, at one point, she says in a, in a gruff whisper, that's why I teach you guys. That's why I teach you guys. The class is halfway done and I leave to go pee. And then I was fussing around with large sculptures and art pieces I had in my private locker. I'm trying to clean it out and arrange them differently to have more space and to be more cohesive as if this is like an art sculpture or something like in my, in my locker. Um, I keep thinking I should get back to class. Like, what am I doing here? Why am I, how did I get distracted here? I should get back in. And then I see, um, I see the teacher working at a concession stand. Like she had finished the class and she's now working at this concession stand. Um, and this is why I allowed myself to hang with my stuff in the locker. I was asked, I was curious about, there's a question mark. Seeing that she had, left the class to go teach this, to go work her other job. Mm-hmm. Was that why I allowed myself to go, you know, and fuss around, but it doesn't, it doesn't seem that that was the timeline. So that was just a, a question. Are you saying fuss around or futs? Fuss, fuss, F-U-S-S. Oh, okay. I was thinking it's the same thing. Yiddish futs, which is similar. It means the same thing. Yes, exactly. So, okay. So, um clarifying question mm-hmm. so she is saying i'm here to teach you i'm, I'm paraphrasing vulnerability is that what the she, message she is? doesn't really say specifically she just it's like she's teaching us through her example she's modeling vulnerability yes. she's she's very her voice is very strong yeah. but very gentle very soft at the same time but very like 
you know, particular, like she's, and so she does, I don't remember what it is that she's saying or teaching us, but she says, I'm teaching you this, you know, I'm uh, like, but her, her whisper was, it was like a whisper, but it was gruff. It was like a gruff around. I don't even know describe that any other way. And then she just says in that gruff whisper, that's why I teach you guys. That's why I teach you not. This is what I am teaching you. So I don't know. This is very powerful for me. I've been watching movies and some movies I really like, but the the feminine protagonist is like very quiet. And it's like, well, I guess it's just what the men want. <laughs> that the women are like, like almost not much. What's that? Demure. Demure, absolutely. And and quiet. And I've seen that in a number of places. And at first I was like, wow you know, this women, and then I was like, yeah, but the, the messages, like, speak quietly, and um, so I'm feeling like this means the world to me, because I've been grappling with that, and then she's saying, she, she's teaching with this quiet sternness, would you say, like, growly, it's powerful. Wrong. I wouldn't say stern, because okay. it wasn't like, stern like it, yeah. was just, it was just strong strong like so strong. I love that that's confident I would say confident that means a lot to me thank you <laughs> yeah so what are your feelings about this dream um I don't know there's so many sort of questions like the space is an unusual one for you know my dreams the large noisy the war large noisy gym a like gym, a gym, like a gym. so there's all this noise you know machines clanking in the background and other yeah. and things and they the windows are very high up so it has this dark uh you know kind of vibe I don't I don't know didn't feel like a place you know like that I would love to be in so I don't I don't know what yeah. that is about um and why you know my question is why is why is this woman specifically black in the you know mm -hmm. um I don't have it. I don't know. I don't have an answer to that, you know, really. So is this uh gym like uh connected with a school? Mm -hmm. Is that like it's like a yoga class in a gym attached to a school? It um could have been could have okay. been a school. That's in my version of this dream, in my imagination, I feel like it is. And that's just one more indication that that it's teaching and I'm learning you know school just for me symbolizes teaching yeah. and learning okay yeah 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 that makes sense um, um and that it's dingy it's a little dark so maybe there's something hard in this learning for me like maybe I don't want to be vulnerable it's so hard to be vulnerable mm. yeah Maybe I don't have the full bright light on what this is teaching me. Maybe I, yeah, not necessarily resonating. Okay. Um, Did you say dusty also? Dingy. Dingy. Okay. Um, Does it remind you of any place? 
not really mm-hmm. a school gym kind of yeah. works yeah kind yeah. of mm-hmm. um uh, yeah i'm kind of yeah yes it's almost i'm i'm actually sort of more interested in the part where i'm taking these different pieces of art and sculptures yes supposedly my, uh, i think they're mine yes mine um arranging a locker like yeah it's like one of those regular metal school lockers yeah it's on my way to the bathroom or on my way back to the classroom the bathroom and then i decided to just go into my locker yeah you know like there was a big thing i don't even know what it was like an animal sculpture or something it was just like too big and i was trying to like fit it you know and just trying to fit all these little different sculptures and paintings and things in a way that made it look like a cohesive thing um, and I guess that, you know, if I'm looking at that in terms of my waking life, mm-hmm. um, I would say it makes sense in terms of what I'm, you know, that I'm trying to put together something with all the different pieces of yeah. myself. Yeah, I like that. Very of like good. Body of, not body of work in terms of artwork, but a new body of work in terms of business work, you know, yeah. trying to put different things together, my creative my creative um, skills and my therapeutic skills and coaching and body work. And I'm trying to fit it all in. And maybe the message is it doesn't really fit. It doesn't exactly all fit. Mm. Maybe all the pieces aren't going to fit. Interestingly, I'm, I'm thinking of this dream in, in uh, response to the previous dream. And I'm thinking, I kind of regret not being there, but when I, you know, try to make it all fit in my life. It's just a lot of art and creativity. And, you know, we can't always, can't be more than one place at once. And we can't be hard on ourselves. We have to be forgiving of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, and um, it makes me feel like, well, I'm not there. I didn't see this, you know, magic show. I'm not with loved ones, but but this is this is all what I have in my locker. This mm. is what I have inside of me. Mm-hmm. I have all of this creativity and fits together, doesn't fit together, but it still makes up a very important aspect of myself. And even the yoga, like I, you know, I used to do a lot of yoga. I mean, yes. I was really, you know, pretty, pretty full on yoga person yes. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's just, yeah, something old in my past, you know, and that's why it's in that, you know, And but maybe there's something I need to learn about, like go back into the past a little bit, like, what, what did I learn from that? What was, yes. and I, 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 I sort of remember in the Jungian way of looking at dreams, you know, it mattered whether somebody was male or female, whether they were blonde or dark haired, whether they were black or, you know, whatever color their skin was, like in terms of like your own psyche. Sure. The fact that she was black, I don't know exactly what that means to me, I guess. Yeah, I don't really don't actually. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't, I see what you mean. All these factors are important to look at, but, um, it doesn't really mean anything to me. You know, yeah. I don't feel like that that's- I mean, you know. it was just very specific. Yeah, very specific. But I, don't so I would look out, like maybe I'll meet a woman who looks similarly and we'll do something together. Or, yeah. um, you know, I would just keep my my antenna up. 
I think she sort of reminded me of a person that I know from my um, Five Rhythms group. Oh, okay. Yeah, she had the same kind of stocky build and like she yeah. of her, um, which is a practice I do now that's very meaningful to me. Um, so it almost feels a little bit like I'm, I'm blending the past into the into the present a little bit in the stream. Yes. Hmm. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I just want to like look at this one little piece here again. Um, Read it out loud, please. I've gotten an interrupt. Oh, I'm having a hard time reading my own handwriting. So, <laughs> so <clears throat> I kept thinking I should get back to class. This is I'm fussing around in the yeah. lab. I should get back to class. Then I see the teacher working at a concession stand. So the class yeah. got interrupted um, because she had to go to her other job. Okay, that, that's actually yeah. interesting. Very interesting. The class had gotten interrupted because she had to go to her other job. That feels very connected to my life. It sounds like your life. That's like I'm trying to I'm trying to create something new, but I'm yeah. having to do a lot of, you know, my my what you know, the work that I've been doing, which is body yeah. work. Yeah. I've loved it for many years, but you know, I'm I'm ready to kind of move forward and do, you know, expand. And but I'm having to do more of that actually because I need to make an income. I'm sure. Totally yeah, so that sounds very familiar. Yeah. Yeah. So if that's if that's how I'm looking at it, then I would say that. Yeah. 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 And then something about what does concessions mean? A concession. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Because I feel like the meaning of concession is you have to give a little, you know, negotiation. You concede or like you concede the presidency or something. So there's a way that concession does mean making mm. a concession for, you know, us to work this out peacefully. But, um, but it also is a concession stand, which is beverage and snack. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like snacks. It felt like, you know, it reminded me of like, you know, like a skating rink or a, you yeah, know, you totally. know, like just hot dogs. I don't know. I don't know what yeah, it was. It was yes. like a little bit like, you know, yeah, snacks. And it wasn't, and, you know, it's kind of interesting if I were to look at the word concession, it's almost like, you know, instead of like a full restaurant, it's like a snack bar. Yeah. Conceding to the lower uh, expression of <laughs> like something. My lower, my lower expression of God. <laughs> yeah. So no, I'm, um, yeah, okay. So it's, that's a really interesting thing to explore. Yeah. And um, awesome. So thank you for sharing these. Yeah, I, I just have a fragment, but I would rather tell you this very exciting dog situation I find myself in. So as our listeners know, um, I've had multiple sclerosis since 1996. So 26, 27 years now. And, um, and I am wanting a service dog. And I've been wanting a service dog. And um, I mean... My dogs have been so intuitive into what my needs are. I once, my legs gave out and I'd fallen onto the floor. And my, sometimes my fingers don't extend like this. Sometimes it's like a paw. So 
I was pulling myself up and I was put my hand on the bed and it kept slipping off. And my foster dog, Sammy, came and stood all his weight on my hand so that I could get up. And I have a cat like that too. My animals are just so intuitive. So I want someone to actually train a dog, a service dog. Um, and so I had been in touch with a woman in Putnam County. So I'm in Ulster. And, um, and then a, a man she works with called me back. And I feel like it's, it's the beginnings of which is happening. Uh -huh. So I'm so excited to have a canine in my life again. So and again, wonderful. Regular listeners will know that Ellen and I feel very strongly towards dogs yeah. in a positive way. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to share that with you, but we have to keep it on the DL for now. Yes. Yes. Keep it, keep it close in until mm -hmm. something more happens. Yeah. And, and yeah, I'll, I'll say, I'll send a prayer for that. Cause that sounds amazing and wonderful and very useful for you. Very helpful. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I just would feel so good with a dog. I was watching, watch a lot of movies and stuff on YouTube. I was watching uh, these cattle farmers and they show like how freaked out the cattle get, like if they're driving or like sometimes they use helicopters to, to um, herd them. It's mm -hmm. called herding when it comes to cattle. But, um, but when they use dogs, the cattle are calm. They don't freak out because of motors. The dogs just help them to stay calm. And I am looking for the same. <laughs> yeah. so, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Animals like dogs definitely have good, good intuition. Yeah. But I have to say, if I may, I have my black cat, Puma, who you know, Alan. And um, there was once that I was, I couldn't get up, couldn't get up. And um Oh, I was in the shower. Now I remember I was in the shower and I couldn't get up because it was a tub shower. And, you know, I've had a lot of issues here and there along the years. Thank God. I think I'm doing pretty good right now. But, um, but, and I, I knew that I had to like wait down, wait down. I had like a handicapped toilet seat and I had to wait it down so that I could use it to hold on to when I was stepping out of the shower. And I didn't do that before my shower, I didn't remember. But my big black cat, big chunky boy, jumped from like the wicker bench onto the toilet to weight it down. So then I was able, so I just am putting a plug in there that cats are awesome too. Definitely. Definitely. 100%, I love cats. Yeah, I would have cats and dogs if I were able. Cats and dogs. Mm -hmm. you, you might want to befriend your neighborhood birds <laughs> seriously <laughs> why why birds because you can't have a pet but the birds uh -oh. live there uh, and... well i do i talk to the we have so many ravens around here oh i love it um, everywhere yeah so i always talk to them like what's up what are you doing what's up with you guys why are you making so much noise yeah oh excellent <laughs> yeah. yeah okay well so good to talk with you. Yeah, thank you so much for exploring those dreams with me. And I, I feel like the second one needs a, 
a little more, I'd like to kind of sink into that one. It feels like it has yeah. more layers. Yeah, I'll be happy to talk with you about it more yeah. uh, off, off the podcast, if you like. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. All right. So, well, I hope you all got something out of that and just um, as a way to, you know, explore the dreams and questions to ask one another to help um, dig into your dream world a little bit and see how it can actually help you in your waking world, your waking life. Absolutely. That right here is the perfect example that these dreams, I think, are saying so much about the dreamers' yeah. waking life. Yeah. 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 So I hope all are well and I wish you the mode, Mitchell. Sweet dreams.